This is music director Crystal Bunch here at KZMU Moab. Today on The Artist Speaks, we talk to Haroon with the band Libraside. We discussed the new album, Consilience, which dropped on April 8th. We talked about their musical influences for the band, the production for this album, what's next for them, and a little bit of everything in between. Thank you so much, Haroon and Libraside, for taking a moment to chat with us. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to KZMU Moab. My name is Crystal Bunch, and I am the music director at KZMU Moab in Moab, Utah. And I am here today with Haroon with the band Libraside. And the reason we're kind of chatting today is because you just dropped a new album, Consilience, which was dropped on April 8th. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And I guess my first question is about the album. I know that you formed the band as a solo project in 2012, and then it's grown from there. So let's start at the beginning. Where did the idea of Libraside start, and how has it grown from that beginning? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I like most of us probably, you know, played in a bunch of bands and like in high school and, in, you know, in your 20s and all that coming up. And uh, yeah, that was, that was great. You know, I had a lot of learning experiences from that kind of on the local scene uh, over in New York. It came to a point eventually where um, I kind of found myself, I guess, bandless, so to speak. Um, I kind of took the reins um, of it and I was trying to, I was trying to come up with this kind of, if I could, a one word concept almost to kind of like describe this, uh, I don't know, this kind of like romantic imagery I had in my mind um, about what the concept of Libraside is. So, you know, started from there did an EP around that time before our self-titled full length. And uh, yeah, it's just sort of grown slowly over time. That's so awesome. And how many members do you have total in the band right now? Uh, we're a four piece. Awesome. So you went from solo to bringing in three other you know, great people for the band. And when I first started um, listening to this new album, because I, you were not on my radar before, which is the, my very, for my favorite part of my job is getting to hear all this new music. But immediately for me, I picked up and I'm sorry if, if this is <laughs> wrong, but I picked up an amazing taproot sound. I grew up in the nineties. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, wow, like my first instinct was there's a song that taproot sang um there was the titled poem i believe but it's just there's something about that and again if you're not a taproot fan i apologize but i definitely picked up some of that sound in some of your tracks and i i was you know that's number one immediately drawn to it just because of my music background growing up but who are some of the musical influences that you or some of the members in the band had that may have, um, you know, impacted this album? Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny you mention that. Um, I mean, Tapper was obviously one of the bands that, that we grew up listening to as well. Um, the beauty, I guess the beauty of Lieberside was, I mean, we were influenced by so many of, like, the popular music artists that we grew up on, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not even the 90s, if you go back, you know, even the 80s stuff, the classic rock stuff, you know. The, you know, the Beatles, Queen, you know, further back from that. Actually, I mean, we take influences all over the place. I mean, there's some there's some hip-hop in the new album, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot, you know, it was a lot of those. I, I, I always said, like, I like that we still are all about good songwriting and, like, might have a mainstream feel, so mm-hmm. to speak, for lack of a better term, but it was never forced because these were, like, those were kind of naturally the artists we grew up on. So, like, the Beatles, the Queens, you know, the... Uh, the Metallicas, the Megadeths, but even you know all the all the 90s, 90s bands like like Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, I think was the first CD I ever owned. 
you know so we kind of pull from a lot of different different areas but yeah we definitely have that that 90s influence too that was the first that was the first cd i ever owned too Really? <laughs> yes, yeah. from Columbia House. You know, <laughs> I know it was. It was you could put you know you taped your penny to that thing with all those stamps, and they sent you those CDs. I think it was Columbia House. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yep. Alanis Morissette, and I I can't even like I don't know why that one sticks out, but you know I even then my music gold taste was all over the place. Oh, Jackal, Jackal was one of them too. Oh, okay. But, yeah. But but yeah. So okay. anyway. All over the place, but yeah, Alanis yeah. Morissette. I mean, how many? Uh, great CD, great choice. Um, but back to yours Definitely because <laughs> yours sure. is really great too. So, Consilience. What is the meaning of the title? Tell us about the production of that album. Coming off our our first record, um, our first record was like was largely self produced. We learned a lot. My 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 kind of story with it is like it kicked ass for what it was for kind of the local scene. Um, in New York at the time. This record was us trying to branch out a little bit more, you know, going more national with it. Um, and it's kind of the natural follow-up to what, I guess, Lieberside kind of is thematically. So so Lieberside on its own, it translates literally, it's like the destruction of, of books or libraries, right? Mm-hmm. In modern terms, you know, that's CDs, DVDs, it's like knowledge in general is kind of the concept. And it's not meant to like be a proponent of like destroying, like burning books or destroying knowledge and all that. It's actually just kind of bringing awareness to the concept. Um, ties into that whole kind of like just romantic imagery of kind of like a nice, like strong, solid one-word name, you know, brandable, all that good stuff, but like still coming from kind of a good place. So what consilience is, it, that that literally translates now to the unity of knowledge. And um, when we were recording the album, you know, kind of mulling around titles and stuff like that, it made the most sense um just also in our journey because whereas the first album was me handling a lot of like all the songwriting all the production you know a lot of that stuff this was much more you know everybody had a lot more skin in the game like thematically in its own sense it has a meaning but it also it worked on the physical level because we brought in all these different you know talents and all this stuff um we recorded the album at portrait recording studios in pompton plains new jersey um, and then this gentleman named Ted Jensen actually mastered the record, which was like a phenomenal uh, ribbon on, on the whole package. He did like the Eagles Hotel California, Green Day's American Idiot, like tons of Billy Joel records. Like he has a crazy discography. You could check it out. So it was really the blossoming of this group into like kind of a full on like team effort. So that was the beauty of Consilience. That's really amazing. And did you start that production? Like, I know a lot of the albums that are still coming out now were started in the middle of this pandemic or before and kind of put on hold. How did that affect what you guys were doing yeah. with Consilience? Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. It was, I mean, not just with everything, you know, going on across the world, you know, like it's not even about the music at that point. You know, you got to look out for your fellow man and all that good stuff. But like, yeah, a lot of acts weren't, you know, they weren't touring. It wasn't, it didn't make sense. It wasn't economically feasible. We had, you know, we'd been writing some of these tunes since before the pandemic started. So, you know, it just kind of made sense. It's like, hey, you can't go out and tour just yet. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, we're sitting on these on these great songs. And, you know, like, why not? And, and I really wanted to do it justice, too, on this record. Like, we wanted the production to be phenomenal. We wanted, the, like, the quality to be there across the board. So, luckily, in some kind of sad way, like, we were able to like kind of make the most of a bad situation at least you know in our camp with this with this record so yeah and that's that's really great i think it you know again making the most out of a bad situation it 
definitely across yeah across the world it's like okay we're gonna slow down and we're gonna do this and we're gonna figure out what we want to do and where we're gonna go next and so yeah it's definitely there were some some nice things that came out of it but the situation in a whole was was you know devastating and frustrating yeah Yeah, we're we're still dealing with it yeah absolutely it's like every time we think it's over it's like oh no not I'm i'm still back here so yeah the world as it is but speaking of that going back to putting the most into this album and making it what it is some of the tracks that i love on the album are the title track consilience and then i also love the track it might all fall but what are you, some of your favorite tracks on the album? What would you say, don't miss this track, if it was a new listener coming into this? Ooh, interesting. I like that you picked those, because like, they they're a little deeper cuts. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, definitely, you know, you, lo- you love all your babies equally. I would say we haven't released our third single from the album yet, which is going to be Them Without You. Um, that's more on the ballady side, but it, like, we, you know, it, it came from a really deep, heartfelt place. Um, I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. It's about... It's actually about loss. It coincidentally, a lot of this record ended up, I guess, kind of touching on on themes of that, but with kind of like a positive spin at the end and all that. So I would say, yeah, them without you is a great ballad. Um, I love I love silence, which was our second single. If you're more of like kind of a prog head, um, semi prog hard rock, Concealance is definitely more prog than the title track itself. Um, and I, you know, I just like sometimes I just like a catchy riff too, you know, like over everything and everything is easy. Those two songs kind of go together. And I don't know, I just think that chorus is like heavy, but like, but catchy, but punchy, like all at the same time. So, I mean, you know, I love all my babies. I'm a tough person ass. Also, Acceptable Losses was a, was like a death metal track we did on the record. Right after that, we have the hip hop track work right now. Like, and the beauty is we can take these songs and apply them to any, uh, set or show based on the nature of the set. Like we've been able to do everything from singer songwriter bills to like the heaviest of metal shows. And that's kind of like the beauty and the diversity of us that I love. Yeah, that's definitely great. And yeah, the hip hop track, I'm, I'm a hip hop lover secretly, I guess not secretly, probably everyone that knows me knows that, but that was definitely, I think I, did I see a picture of you rocking a Tupac shirt? I think somewhere? absolutely you did. <laughs> I love that guy. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to those roots, I guess. It's most definitely like I would have to say if I had to choose at the end of the day, my favorite genre would be hip hop, especially, you know, it goes back to 90s hip hop. But I just love it. I love all hip hop, but and rap. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's funny that that picture work right, still... work right now is influenced by like Pac and like there's a little Kanye in there. I don't you know if you, if you listen for it. Like... <laughs> Absolutely. It was funny. So... I had someone be like, oh, I love Kanye, his music, his music. And I was like, right. well, exactly. you know, he's just a person. Personal he's a human. Inside, you know? Yeah, he's a human. We're all dealing with things. But OK, so what's next for you guys? Are you touring? What are you doing? Is there another album in the works? What can you tell us? Um, there is another album. Um, it's it's crazy like there hasn't it still hasn't has it been a month yet since since this album's been out so we're yeah we're still doing a lot of promo for this yeah um we have we don't have like a tour lined up we have potentially i almost don't want to say it um we're still in the works on it but we're supposed to be playing um orange loop festival which is in atlantic city um on june 12th and it's going to be a crazy bill actually we you know all things all things panning out um we should have tickets up on our website soon but we're going to be playing with like uh stone temple pilots huba stank puddle of mud like all those guys. So that's going to be that's going to be a really big one, uh, kind of in the beginning of June. Um, and beyond that, yeah, I mean, we're 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 open to the op- uh, you know other opportunities. We did our release show actually at the Chance Theater over here in New York in Poughkeepsie with Tantric. That was awesome. So yeah, just you know keeping it moving. You know, press for the record, online promo, all that good stuff. But we have 
we have tons of projects in the works, like music videos. And we also even have like a Libreside Studios, which is like our kind of like viral production arm. So we'll do like content outside of the immediate band that like if we put on our own YouTube channel, people would be like, what the hell's going on? This is weird. But um, so we're always working on you know, like, like cool new projects and stuff. There's definitely always something in the works. That's so awesome. And where can they find your music, your merch, all of that? Yeah. Um, so, so Libreside.com is us. Um, L I B R I C I D E.com. Um, we have merch there. We have the album, you know, we have like, you know, we have the link tree to, uh, you know, to whatever your streaming platform may be. Um, but yeah, consilience is out everywhere. Um, any platform that yeah you might buy or listen to music. Um, and then, yeah, we have a lot of cool, like, you know, Easter eggs, goodies. We have, like, an archive section um, that we're filling out now so you could even, like, go back and see a little bit of the history of the band if you're curious. Um, so, yeah, got all that stuff in the works, too. Uh, Libreside.com. Perfect. Well, Haroon, thank you so much for sitting here and virtually chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. And, again, anybody who is going to be tuning into this interview in the near future. I am here with Haroon with the band Libraside and their new album Consilience just dropped April 8th and I highly recommend everybody checking that out. So thank you so much again for, for chatting with me. Thank you so much, Crystal. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And you have a great day. You too. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.